Hi, I'm Andy, and welcome back to Target Transfers Podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. And today we'll be delighted to be joined by Adam and Adam from Printing on Sea, Great Holland in Essex's number one heat printers. And they're going to tell us a little bit how they got started, their journey, what they've been up to. So thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate you coming along. Thank you for inviting us. We're very pleased to have you on. It's always good to see people, especially in the local area to us, getting stuck in, really trying to make the best of everything that's going on. So really, really looking forward to hearing a bit more about your journey. But before we get started, because you're a bit of a a double act for printing on C, I'd love to know how you actually met in the first place and how you got got started and why you you wanted to start a business together. Yeah, so well, um, originally I started the business in my garage, but um, I met Adam when I first moved to Frinton. We were playing for the same football team. Um, And we sort of, you know, hit it off as mm. weren't really friends as such just a, you know like football teammates as it as it were um and just throughout the years it was probably we've probably known each other about five years by the time he came on board mm. with printing on sea so we um we had like a, a a kind of really bizarre way of it, it all coming about i i was talking to one of my friends dan that we play football with and i've been talking about wanting to employ someone and I kept saying I oh, know Adam's got a really good work ethic I'd love to get him on board but he doesn't drive and and where we are is in the middle of nowhere like you have to drive to get to our office and Dan was like did you not know Adam passed his driving test yesterday <laughs> yeah. and I was like no way so straight on the phone yeah I got that call that that day I, was, I remember I was at work so I was in the catering trade and um I didn't really enjoy my top job at the time and for the years I've known you I always said to you I'd love to come work with you um we had never experienced also your line of work but you know found it interesting and the jobs that i worked um i got business for you um but as was that conversation of i couldn't quite afford you so we'll see what the future holds and then got that message through straight away and i thought right well that's my opportunity so uh you know handed my notice and then yeah came board straight away there's a lot of similarities in a way as well because everything that we do heat printing wise is recipe based Mm. so coming from a catering industry is actually even though on paper, you might be like, actually, that's quite different. But really, it's there's a process involved, and you've got to be organised, yeah. and you've got to follow the recipes, and then everything will come together at the end of that way. That's right. Well, I, I was more see so like front of house or so like waitering sort of, but the whole like establ- uh, um, establishment of that. But I think we complement each other quite well. Um, obviously, you, you're more of a wealth of knowledge of being in that. Obviously, you've done the job before, yeah. and for me, obviously, having experience of um, being much more like one-to-one with customers or you know hosting people and really finding out what their needs are mm. translates so well into into printing and, and embroidery as well sort of like right what do you actually want rather than sort of saying trying to work out and going back and forth it's like more cutting to the chase of right this is this is obviously trying to figure out what you want and then going from there yeah this is it is important because there's lot, lots of people i'm sure i mean I, when they come to us to look at machines or vinyl transfers they think they know what they want but they don't really know what the why yeah so actually being able to sometimes it's almost you might almost speak to customers actually don't do that mm. but then they'll keep coming back to you because they mm. respect the honesty and the actual time you take to understand the problem is mm. what set, can set you apart from one of your competitors yeah 100 we get it so often as well where we recommend something and they're like no we want it like this we want it like this and we'll be like look we, we would recommend you have it that way and eventually they will have it that way after maybe getting it wrong the first couple of times um it's, you you think it's like we know what we're doing sometimes yeah <laughs> but it's that thing of like again like um 
I guess you go to some places um, and you see things are quite closed off and, you know, it's not that environment where you can have a conversation. But we've, we said from day one, um, we want to have things so open and honest with people because at the end of the day, you're investing into, you know, it's their creation, it's their business, it's their child. And, you know, if anything, as, as we can support and deliver that to them, you know, um, when, they, when we get it right and they're happy, you know, they're over the moon. And that's really what pushes your business is because they're so happy they'll go and tell everyone about it because they want to show off what they've got. It's like when you've got, you know, my brand new child, like, oh, look at look at what, you know, my, my new baby. <laughs> I want to put in a disclaimer though that, like he said, child, we don't impress children. No, yeah. of course not. No, wouldn't dare do that. That's an advanced technique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You kind of really have, once you get to about the 10 year mark, then you kind of start to figure that one out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why did you start a printing business in the first instance? What was the, the spark there? So, I mean, I'm 40 years old, so a long, long time ago, um, I worked for a company called the Foster Group in Bishop Stortford. Oh yeah. They um, do printing embroidery and I worked there for about a year doing like, and my main job was, was print. So I, I always liked the idea of being able to like personalize a t-shirt with whatever I wanted or clothing, hoodies, things like that. Um, when I moved to Frinton, we had a little money left over from my house sale. And I thought, why not just invest it in just a heat press and a cutter and just do vinyl only, like single color and just go from there and literally just exploded. Because I didn't realize that there was hardly any people in our area that do it. So everyone was having to go quite far out to places like Colchester, Braintree, like, and they're like a good half hour, 40 minute drive. People wanted someone local that they could drive to, pick stuff up and order and things like that. So um, we hit upon a niche accidentally, really. And it was never meant to be a business. It was meant to just be a part time, like bringing in a little extra money. Yeah. It was never meant to take over my life and become like my actual job, yeah. you know, so to speak. Mm. It's interesting because it's becoming a bit of a recurring theme on this podcast and everything we do. But actually, I don't think you can really quite understand until you've started a business, especially with heat printing or de garment decorating in mm. general. But localization is is so massive. Yeah. Like mm. actually, people really do want to buy locally. Yeah. They want to be able to, you know, like the service you offer yeah. where you actually take the time to meet with them, understand them, and then that way you, your your business will grow locally and it will, it will start to spread and you'll start to see that heat map just growing and growing and growing yeah. because of word of mouth and yeah. the fact that people want to come to you to actually make their garments for them because they i think there's a a kind of an implication of trust but if they know that you know if something goes wrong they can just drive around the corner and yeah, speak exactly. to you mm, yeah that's they're right. much happier that way they have a lot more uh, the trust in the process yeah it's that rapport as well mm. and you know and the same thing it's an interesting one if you had like a crystal ball and compared to if covid mm. wasn't a thing whether yeah. that would a uh, would affect the the people shopping locally because i think there was such an emphasis on um you know we saw it obviously with, with our businesses massively grew in in the lockdowns fortunately enough we were able to work um we were closed the first seven weeks of the first lockdown because obviously our suppliers are closed mm. um but we we reopened pretty much as soon as we could and it sort of went strength for strength obviously we were very nervous for the first couple of months because obviously no one really knew what was going on yeah but yeah we just we just it just kept going and going from there and i guess a combination of um people ordering more stuff because they need more stuff to obviously um 
if they don't obviously put their regular like, two polos a week, they would obviously have washed them at the end of the week. Obviously, with COVID, you'd have to have a fresh one every day. Yeah. So that combination of that and, yeah, people wanting to invest more money more locally because I guess that's what a lot of people were doing because, again, if you're getting stuff shipped from overseas, obviously that wasn't happening at all, was it? So yeah. We found as well, like, a lot of the local businesses are builders, plumbers. They're not the most technically-minded people. So when they go onto somewhere and they find, like, a Workwear Express where you can go on and order it and you have to upload logos, when they're getting their stuff back, it's not what they wanted because they haven't been able to be technically clear enough with the design yeah. to get what they wanted. So then they will come to us afterwards and, be, and they can actually come into our office and then we can do them the mock up there and then show them how it's going to look. And it, that makes a huge difference. I think that's why the, the local market you can never overestimate like, or underestimate how many, there's so many sole traders mm. and, and they all want uniforms. They all want to promote their business. So it, it's been, a growth market that as soon as we we moved into the slightly bigger unit next door we put a reception in purely for that purpose so people can actually come in because before they were coming straight into our workshop and so that you've got embroidery machines going and yeah people working boxes everywhere it wasn't a necessarily a professional environment so we created a a, a space with a changing room as well so people can try okay. stuff on That's a good idea. yeah it's because we do school uniform as well yeah. so parents bring their kids in to try bits and pieces on but we just designed it around the fact that we wanted our customers to be able to feel like they're getting full autonomy over everything like yeah all parts of their the uniform so. a bit like your showroom like you lay you lay everything out as simply as you can and effectively like not to overwhelm, overwhelm people but it's a bit like a kid in a sweet shop like, this is everything we do now your ideas is your ideas are this this is what we do let's execute it together yeah. that sort of thing um but yeah the yeah a, as you said the reception is always a was a great bit because again having customers in your production room as well although that a lot of them are friends and you were very friendly with customers it's not like it wasn't the best well as you know from your, your background at front of house you know every detail with that customer interaction is can have like even if it's just like one percent difference but you may mm. 10 of those and everything you do, yeah. it really just makes your company perception of your company seem much so much bigger and so much more important. Mm. Yeah. Like I say, you want to have give them that experience because they'll go away and they'll be happy. And you, you know, you probably see them walking down the high street and be mm. like, yeah, I printed on that. And they yeah. might give you a wave because they're still wearing that garment you've done. That's you right. Know, yeah. Taking the time to make what they really wanted on it. Mm. It's, just, it's really important that way. Mm. And it's worked massively well in our favor because obviously being able to meet like, 99% of our customers, then we're both very friendly. Um, I like to think anyway. Well, you, my, are, yeah. you are more so. <laughs> um, it means that they're more willing to then refer us to other people. Mm. And also, when they come in, we've, we've got like a little display wall that's got like a Levers hoodie on it, a football kit, you know, just a few little bits. And so many people are like, oh, I didn't realize that you did that. Yeah. You're like, you'd have thought, put two and two together, we're we're a decoration company we can print whatever you want on a t-shirt yeah. or mm. you know so but some people think oh i get my uniform from there and that's all they do mm. you know? but it, it gives them opens up their minds to a little bit other possibilities we have like mugs and the caps were 3d caps were really popular when we put a 3d cap in our reception mm. so many customers are like i want one of those yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we find the same is that 
anything you can do to create a serving suggestion for your customer, mm. even if they were like, that is horrible, it's ghastly, but they'll be like, it will make them understand, okay, now it's something I don't like, now I know what I definitely do want. That's and they can right, be yeah. like, yeah, actually I want that, but in this color, on that top, this design, and you're mm. like, okay, perfect, yeah. I can make that work for you. And that's the best thing about when customers say, I'm, I'm really sorry for being so picky. It's like, no, no, you're doing the perfect thing. Like, saving me having to pry out of you, knowing what you want, if anything, we, we celebrate that and it just makes our lives so much easier. Yeah. yeah, plus it means that they they care about the product they're getting you to make, mm. which I think is, you know, it's part of the, you know, if you, you've chosen to be heat printers and embroiderers, so, mm. you know, you might as well take pride in what you do yeah, and that's enjoy right, it. Because, yeah. you know, it's a it's nice to be, you know, there's obviously thing, the ups and downs of being self-employed and having your own business, but... Mm. The upside of it is being is that you can have those experience with customers and send them home happy, which could be extremely rewarding. Yeah. yeah. So their little faces when they see their products for the first time, you know, like, because even when you send them a mock-up and they get excited by how it looks on a screen, mm. but then when they actually see it in the flesh, like that, I always get like a nice little feeling of like, oh, it's really, really nice. Mm. And it's something that you get in very few jobs, I guess, because like even if you're a chef and you're preparing food, not every single person that eats your food is going to come through and say, your food's brilliant, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Whereas we get to see the customers when they collect, they always want to look at their stuff, mm -hmm. particularly if it's the first time, and they're like, oh, look at my logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, like you mentioned workwears, but every every sort of niche and of garment decorating type, is everyone's taking much more care about how they want their garments. It's not just a case of slapping a logo on a high-vis anymore. It's actually like, no, they yeah. want to buy high vis, but they want it to have like a nicer cut to it, and they want it to have this color to be right. And so when they actually look quite smart on the building side, yeah, mm, that's right, yeah. So how did you? Which equipment did you get started? Obviously, you've got quite a bit of stuff now, but how did you? How did you get going in the first place? So first port of call was Target Transfers, of course. Um, as I came here um, before, it was this posh. <laughs> um, yeah, came here uh, eight and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, only because obviously 10 years, it'd been 10 years since I'd worked in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, remembered the name Target Transfers as one of the people we used to buy vinyl from. Mm -hmm. So I looked you guys up and thought, oh, so brain trip popped in and, um, we bought GraphTech Expert 24 cutter and we bought the Styles clamp, clamp yeah. heat press. Um, and that's how we started literally with a cutter and a heat press and about five or six different colored vinyls and um, went from there really. Nice experience obviously coming here and being able to actually come in and get some an expert's opinion because I had no idea what I wanted to buy or mm -hmm. like, you know, the cutter I was using was about 30 years old at that point. <laughs> so um, we needed a little bit of advice, but pretty good with a with a computer always have been. So I downloaded Cold Draw um, and I managed to like use the 30 day free trial before I decided well, I need to buy this software because it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we that's kind of where it all began, just in, in a converted garage in my house on my own, um, just doing it like evenings and weekends, just T-shirts for like friends and yeah. stuff. And as soon as it got out onto Facebook, um, people started sharing. And Facebook's such a great tool for, for businesses, I find, for, for our type of business anyway. Mm. Because so many people will write on there, I'm looking for somebody who can provide me uniform. And nowadays, when we get it locally, there's normally 
30 comments and half of them will be you've got to go printing soon you've got to go printing soon mm. um which is amazing for us because obviously it means our customers are happy enough that they actually want to type and tell other people even people they don't know to come and see us mm. um and it just all started like that literally just a couple of our customers started sharing oh thanks to printing on c for our new uniform and before we know it the page like reach started growing and it's just gone from there really well mm. it's the best uh first of all and most important it's free so might as well take advantage of that if you can but the best thing it works both ways you think about it is like your e-portfolio um so as many things i upload to instagram and share to facebook but again works the same way you upload pictures of um stuff that you do but inadvertently you're sharing your customer's business so they like it then share it and then it's just like that that dropping a stone in the water the, the pool and the ripple just goes and goes and goes because you know sharing likes that's how the algorithm works but um yeah i was just showing off what we can do but then yeah advertising businesses it's a win-win um for yeah social media yeah absolutely and it show, i mean it also shows that the just going back to the customer service experience that they're getting from both of you is that that by putting that in at the beginning then when it comes to the actual finished product it's like the your relationship your customers is continually always infinitely because then yeah. they're happy for you to be sharing what they're doing because they're mm. proud of it because they but it's because of the goodwill you've generated by doing the job properly in the first place that yeah it gets you to that point it's yeah. funny as well because now we've got we've got like 1200 likes on our page so we get customers come to us and say when you've done our uniform do you mind doing a post for us on our, on oh, our wow. page um because we've always done it in a way that we almost make it like an advert for them rather than going look how great we are we did this uniform yeah. mm. we always go check out so and so's new uniform don't they're going to look so smart on the building site now you know make it about them mm. but inadvertently it's obviously still advertising our business and mm. our clients actually ask us but they use the, the words like can we have an advert on your <laughs> yeah. social media mm. it's like it's not an advert we just literally yeah. we pick we don't we don't cherry pick anyone you might you might come and have one t-shirt printed and if it just so happens that we need to post that day and it's something different we'll post it yeah like it's, there's no like algorithm to it yeah. we have some customers who say don't post us often enough yeah like that one's all yeah, yeah self-discretion you're like right yeah. okay yeah i understand they, they want an advert like every month of, yeah like, a, a post every month because they use this every month but you're like, you know, we've got to let everyone have a, like, a go on the platform kind of thing but it's it's interesting to hear back from our customers as well that they're getting business just off the back of us advertising their uniform mm. yeah and I, I always say we're like a yellow pages when you come into our office we've got a big like cork board on the side and we have a business card of like a lot of our customers mm. and the amount of people have gone oh, actually i need a plumber i'm going to just take a note of that yeah that yeah. number and you know we are literally like a little director inquiries mm. people just come in and, and go right i need a plumber a carpenter and a tiler mm. yeah, yeah we've got five of each of those yeah and it expands your reach as well because again i think something we found in lockdowns that we had obviously when we first before like lockdown it was about let's say about 90 percent 95 percent based locally and obviously there's so much more customers that you can reach by having social media and a combination of that again and lockdown we just found that we got we're having orders from all over the place then you know up in scotland wales and uh, albeit they're not regular but they were still um you know still getting business out there just by having social media um and you know i i mainly do most of it but i'm no expert it's you know it's it's not that hard to lay it out somewhat nice and take a picture and 
and do it as such. But um, that and also I think keeping um, as yourselves do on socials, keeping it regular, keeping it active, um, at least then have like an engagement each day. So how we do it is like sort of Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a post and then Tuesday, Thursday is a story. So at least then it's not like a post every single day or if it's a story every single day. But there's no set rules about it, but try and stick to a schedule. It's not like we've got fans thinking, oh, I can't <laughs> wait, I can't wait to fourth day to see Prince on C's post, honestly. Um, we do have some loyal fans. Your mum does like everything we do, but I like everything we do as well. Uh, Mary Misson as well. She does deserve a shout out. One of Adam's best friends, Nans, and she literally she's the first to like yeah. every single post. She, I don't know how she does they, it. They, yeah, she's she, she's a Facebook Facebook warrior, and I think she's she's got those things. They had that thing where you get like a little medal for if you like you oh, like that page so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she definitely got a medal. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, it's just it's it's so simple, and I think we didn't really delve into like I was there so much um, with the the ads and stuff that you could really you know, we have a customer who sells caravans and he and he's done so many courses on marketing online and although it is that's really good and you can tap into that if you really know what you're doing but I, we found that it doesn't really work for us and that's okay like because yeah. again it's um yeah. like obviously you're still investing also you can invest as much as you want but you know if it's not working then that's you know that's absolutely all right yeah and i think the, the main thing that jumped out to me is probably that a lot of the reason you're probably having success is because it's authentic. Mm. You're, it's the relationship you've got with your customer. You're excited to share their stuff, but you're doing it firstly because you're excited about what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's why other people will then come to you because they look, they can see that you're doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it because you, and the customer's happy because you've built a relationship. There. Well, I want to work with a company mm. that's going to treat me the same way they treated that company. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then that in combination with like, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm consistent and scheduled about it. Mm. which is then it's like the next level up really before you even get to paid it's like if you can't consistently do it authentically and organically yeah then it's you know there's no point wasting money on pay because you know anyone can spend money on especially on ads that's just, right yeah just, you know just tear through that money so you better you've got to get your basics right first before even thinking about going to that mm. and it's like you say if you you know if it's it, it won't work for everyone but if you're authentically growing organically everyone you know the best case scenario is that you don't have to pay for ads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so when, when you first got started, what was sort of some of the biggest lessons that you learned, some of the biggest mistakes that you like? That was perhaps a, a defining moment for you. <laughs> like, I've, I've really learned something today. First, it's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah, um, I, had, I had a few tears. Been a lot of tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, won't won't swear on the podcast, but a lot of swearing involved in um, starting. It's really, um, I think... I spent so much of what probably not spent wasted so much money on cheap products to try and get myself a different variety of things. So like cheaper vinyls that I might have found on eBay, and I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give that a go. And they don't just they don't work as well. Obviously, like I know we're on your podcast, and I oh, I will shout you out, but we use all of our vinyl comes from you guys, and the sports film extra range is amazing, so durable. And um, the thing that we found as well is that a lot of our customers still got that age-old, like, oh, I don't want vinyl, I want embroidery, mm. because vinyl doesn't last. But one of the guys I, I did, um, one of my first customers from eight years ago, still has his um, soft shell jacket with the printing on the back. 
the soft shell was black it's now kind of a brown color <laughs> but the printing's still white yeah yeah and it's, it has cracked a little bit but he's had it for eight years yeah. yeah you know so it just goes to show like that sort of thing but with regard to lessons so much trial and error i, I couldn't pinpoint any i think if anyone's starting out i would definitely recommend software is key like i invested in coral draw i know you can use adobe Illustrator as well I would definitely try not to scrimp on on doing things a different way. Get yourself a graphic design software. I taught myself through YouTube how to do everything mm -hmm. and obviously made mm -hmm. a lot of mistakes yeah. along the way. And having good equipment and yeah. things as well, like for so long, I didn't realize my cutter wasn't working properly. Change the blade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I ran I, yeah. I ran you guys and I was like, I don't know what's going on. This cutter's just like all my all my little letters are all jaggedy and I don't understand it. And I can't remember who I spoke to, but they're like, When did you last change the blade? And I was like, oh, I've I've had it two years, I've never changed the blade. Yeah. Didn't think you've changed the blade. Could, okay. Can you change the blade? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the one area you're going wrong, Adam. Yeah. Change the blade and you'll see instant results. So obviously yeah. things like that, but so many so many little things and every day is a learning curve we if i could if i could teach myself the lessons i've learned now back to the adam that started the business a i'd be a lot richer because wasted so much <laughs> and b i'd be able to have got a lot more work done a lot quicker because yeah. you learn different techniques as you go along mm. but i never even thought to like layer vinyl and stuff like that or cut vinyl templates for layering i just used to do it all by hand and took so long mm. and so those little things is making sure that when you've done something and you think that's really worked and that saved me time and money mm. make a note of it somewhere so you know how not to do or to do it like that next time yeah, um, yeah you're pretty good at the self-learning sort of thing i think where i'm i'm someone I, maybe it might be a generational thing but i'm also ask questions to learn from other people whereas obviously if you've got a problem always you're like right i'm going to self-learn and then I'm going to educate myself then and ultimately obviously both ways result in learning and obviously you better yourself moving forward but um yeah i guess the people that are on their own it's that willingness to be either to ask questions or to self-learn both of those because yeah. sometimes i think when we have problems and um you know whilst i'm working on the, on the embroidery side of things i see you over there you're trying to work on a problem i say well, okay give someone a call because then you can cut to that straight away yeah or so but other times it's like right well it might take half an hour of my day to call someone right let me look online for 10 minutes and see if i can find a solution youtube yeah. is your friend yeah <clears throat> like you guys are great as well because obviously on your channel there's so many tutorials on how to use machines and let's face it in the garment industry most machines are very similar and work yeah. a similar way so even if it isn't your version so if you're using a different cutter to me i know that it's it, the settings might be different but actually the, the basics of what you're principles teaching the same, yeah. principles are the same. Yeah. And the amount of YouTube videos, I spent hours and hours, like I remember at night, like falling asleep watching YouTube videos <laughs> on how to do certain things. So like definitely recommend people if you're looking to start out or you have started and you've got issues, just remember, I think pretty much there's a YouTube video covering absolutely anything and everything nowadays. So mm. you've got you've got to remember that any problem, even no matter how specific, someone has had it and figured out a way and then posted a video. 
So mm. yeah, hundred percent. I mean, till this day, I mean, I don't know if it's just all you that's watching it every week, but that the cutting machine you've got, which is you can't even buy anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's one of it's, every month is still one of our most viewed videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just you know constantly wanting to learn, but I think trying to break stuff is the most important, especially with vinyl. Yeah, it's fine without limits. It's always say when pe people come in here and say, oh, I didn't, it, this isn't working. It's like, hey, how many times do you try it? Like twice. Like, okay, well, that might be the problem, but I always say like, you know, if you're, especially if you're doing like print on demand or custom, you like, don't offer them the world Just say, okay, maybe offer them 10, 20 fonts. Yeah. Yeah. But then, okay, if those are product you're going to offer, put that through the cutter and create alphabet sheets and yeah. they go from like big font all the way down to small, the smallest. And you'll find when you start to cut and weed it, like when you weed it and it, it doesn't stay on there. Like, okay, well, I know where the limit is now. Yeah. And I won't let anyone have five point font on their designs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got like, so for like backs of jackets and things like that, where you've got information and, um, and then phone numbers and things like that. We always say as well, make sure you use a clear font. Some people always want fancy or recommend yeah. fancy. And I used to do that in the beginning. And that's a mistake I made of going, well, yeah, you should use this font. It's really fancy. <laughs> but actually, keeping it clean, smart, and mm. like concise means it's readable from a distance and it doesn't confuse the eye. Yes. If you've got fancy swirly fonts and stuff, people are like, mm. and a lot of people sometimes have a, like an italic type font on the front of their logo and it's part of their logo. So they want to use that on the back. But we always just say like, keep it yeah. clean yeah. because nobody wants to stand there for five minutes trying to read someone's t-shirt. Yeah. If you want to know that guy's a carpenter and I need his phone number, you want to be able to read the name and see the number. Yeah, or at least see enough that if you're driving past, you're like, yeah. I can Google that when I get back and know exactly what it was. That's right, yeah. Because, you know, it's like you say, so people using you like yellow pages, need to, yeah, you're helping them do it because especially sort of tradesmen, you, re you really want to use someone that's local because, one, you know that they can get there early in the day, but also they can come back frequently if you have other stuff you want them to do. It's everything's exactly. everything's yeah. easier the ripple effect there and this is more i, I oh, always yeah. find like we've got customers with like essays of like 20 bullet, <laughs> 20 bullet points on the back and i'm like who do you think is going to be looking at your t-shirt for that long that they go oh look they do this i need that yeah most of the time it's literally we just go website because your name is normally like your website our website is printing on c.co.uk so we just do printing on c.co.uk garment print and embroidery specialist yeah that's it like you don't need any more information than that but some people think you need more because they want it they want to fill it out or make it look better and sometimes we have socials and stuff but most of the time with any business our socials are exactly the same as our website so everything's at printing on c so yes yeah. it's fairly straightforward you can find us and if you google printing on c it'll come up with like everything anyway so. yeah exactly so question I really wanted to ask, and you don't, obviously, if, as a lot of your businesses are local, you don't have to name names, but what is the, the weirdest or, or strangest uh, request <laughs> or project you've had to work on so far? Uh, um, well, I'll go. Okay. My favourite one, um, and this is, we'll shout out <clears throat> Elliot. We won't, give him a, won't say his surname. No. But he came to us for, was it a tea towel? Yeah, it was a tea towel. And he wanted a pair of testicles embroidered in gold yeah gold <laughs> balls a, on a tea towel yeah with the word golden balls above it yeah um so that was probably one of my favorites because he we didn't know him very well at the time when he came in yeah and he was trying to explain what he wanted but he 
he was like, he was, he was like golden a, a balls. balls. Yeah. And I wanted to say golden balls. And we were like, okay, right. So what do you mean? And he ended up drawing it on the yeah. paper. Like, yeah, because it was near around Christmas time. We thought like Christmas balls as in like, <laughs> right, right. So we, we did it like, you know, classic like Microsoft Paint with like the, the mouse. Yeah. And we were like, <laughs> and we were like, right. It's not you want. No, I want. I want golden balls. So he's like, right. There's one. So you want to there's two. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we were thinking. Like literal two circles. And he was like, no, that's not. That's not what I want. And it was quite a funny, awkward, because he was being quite awkward because he obviously didn't want to say no. You know, it's balls. Yeah. Um. So that was funny. We've had loads though. Yeah, like obviously stag and Hindus are the classics. Yeah. Get some horrendous photos um you go on there i think even before i came and and worked with you my one of my other best friends um he organized to have a shirt printed all like my different pictures of my face on it so yeah i think it's amazing yeah Yeah. um and then again yeah things like that and again yeah the stag and hindus some horrific horrific photos i think stuff's like my monks as well we've done as well really strange really strange designs strange things that people want but then like and one-offs so people think as well that if they want a one-off a a business won't do it necessarily Mm. but we're always like no like if you if you want a one-off design just come and ask us but yeah some of them are are particularly funny his t-shirt was for the the best thing was they were having a a, like a who's got the worst t-shirt competition for his birthday Mm. Like, yeah. so his mate turns up with a t-shirt covered in his face yeah he won that he won that to be fair <laughs> but pushing pushing the boundaries is not some more weird but uh expanding i guess we did um a tv case for one of our our moving clients and it was was it 100 inch the yeah. the the like, there was a um well, obviously a huge tv like travel case yeah. and that was obviously on our was, was it a2 our yeah, plate so it, it, yeah our uh, the heat plate is what is that 40 40 what 40 by 50 isn't it yeah so and this thing was like two and a half meters wide yeah and he obviously wanted the letters like giant so i literally had to heat press one letter at a time onto the thing we, yeah you know and we didn't charge him loads but I had to charge him a little bit extra than we normally would but he he was like yeah this these are these are like 300 pounds each and you're like yeah, great. Can't wait to no, print that. Yeah. And it, it was not a traditional material because it's like reinforced, which is obviously it's yeah. to protect the TV while it's being moved. Mm. So we were like, oh, God, this isn't even going to work. Yeah. And you just have to pray that you, you're going to get the result that you want. And thankfully, it, yeah. it worked out perfectly. But we, did, um, we did like um, a gazebo as well. Yeah. The, the same sort of thing. Like, definitely was a two man job, just trying to like, feed it onto the the heat press and then like, right okay swing to me no swing to you like just try and line up and like yeah. looking under the, looking under the heat I'll press pull, right is it on I'll pull the pin, you pull the yeah down, we're all good like, yeah <laughs> that's just, when you need one of the hotronics ones that does the self-pressing yeah press a, press a little thing on the floor don't you <laughs> you're having to stand so far away from the heat press and yeah trying to work out who's got the longest reach that they can help with the gazebo yeah but we do get other talk on strange things like again like having social media like anyone can contact you at any hours of the day which is always fantastic get messaging at like 1am in the morning say oh can you do this for me well, i'm not gonna reply right now maybe when i wake up in the office i'll reply then yeah, but, Elliot, can you can you just wait till office hours yeah <laughs> come on now but yeah like oh like even like embroidering like underwear and stuff like that that was a bit odd but yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, I've also yeah we we did a set of Christmas underwear for somebody where she wanted her face plastered all over his boxes, so we had we had to do that um, as well. So just yeah, do you do you get the privilege of seeing some of these people in the streets um, afterwards? That we like. Oh, I've just I printed a really weird photo of you the other day. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not quite. I think obviously more so when uh, I think I've been the only person that you've obviously printed my face over a, a white shirt. I can't say I've worn it um, since then, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we haven't seen any, any of the embarrassing stuff we've done out there. I think that's a worn once and put away somewhere. Oh, the lock and key. That one then. No, no, definitely not. Oh, we're not. Yeah, we're not quite. We won't post those ones. No. <laughs> definitely need to get a pair of football boots and a grid or something. Like that. Oh, we have posted them on the social media. No, on the, no, on the grid in the reception. Oh yes, that's very true. So yeah, yeah. I guess you have to be a bit selective, not not including those ones on the uh, yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't go on social media. These ones just fly under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> So that was an interesting thing you just mentioned, because obviously it's one of the things we discussed before we started recording was football boots. And mm. um, obviously football is a, I imagine, it's quite a big passion sort of yeah. section for you, for you guys. Yeah. Because I did notice on um, on your Instagram as well, there wasn't there like a match the other day when everything was, the, the kit was sponsored by, the goal was scored by, everything was printing on C yeah, yeah. all the way through that one. Sorry, I, I wrote that post and it was all about me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Third person as well. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Both, we both played in that game because we sponsored the away, the men's away team. It was my final season before I retired from football. Oh, okay. Yeah, went out gracefully. Yeah, and thankfully, like that was the first time we got to wear the away kit together in mm. the same game. And then thankfully, Adam scored the winning goal in that game as well. So yeah. obviously, yeah, he got he, he got to be able to boast a little bit. Did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. That must have been quite nice, you know, to have being able to put your logo on your football kit. It's yeah, quite a nice mm. thing, I should think, wasn't it? Very nice, very nice. I've always wanted to sponsor a team, and um, it just obviously made sense to sponsor like the team that we were both playing for. Yeah, um, we have we get so many requests to do sponsorships and stuff, um, but it costs a lot of money, and even though we're a supplier. Um, it still costs us a lot of money. The only mm. thing we save on is if we're printing it ourselves, obviously there's no cost to us to print it. Well, there is a cost to the business, but no cost to us yeah. other than our time. That's right, yeah. Um, and so, but we have done deals with, with clubs with training wear and stuff where we'll print their, their items for free if they have our logo on their sleeve mm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, football, touchy subject after the weekend, but Adam's an Arsenal fan. I'm a Spurs oh, fan. okay, yeah. 3-1, my ad, 3-1, yeah. top of the table. But regardless of that, um, we get on very well and we both we both love football. Yeah. Um, so obviously, as soon as we got we got the new heat press and we found out that you could print footwear, we both like, right, let's print all our boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm coming out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. I do. I, now I've printed it, now I've printed by and I keep looking at it and thinking, oh, yeah. might do with one more wear. Yeah. I think my knee could take it. Yeah. But we always chat after after Saturday and say it was all about the football and say, Oh, come on, lads. Get your get your kit bag on. <laughs> get get your boots on, let's go play. Yeah. But um yeah, you, I mean, obviously that's how I met you. It was through football. Yeah. Um, but you obviously you've been a football family all your life and obviously when the opportunity came up to sponsor the team, um, you know, obviously it's like one of those little goals that you can tick off yeah. and say that like, I'm I'm proud I did that. Um, and um, yeah, we've used the kit. Um, it's an away kit, so you don't use it all that often. But we used it a couple of weekends ago. I think we won in it. So it's a pretty um, lucky kit so far. Yeah, yeah, so far. 
Well, we did, we did play this weekend and we, we lost 4-1. So, but I did score. So, in a new <laughs> pair of size boots. So, oh, okay. um, we won't, if we, when we advertise and there isn't a disclaimer, they make you play better. But yeah, maybe. I definitely think they do, though. But 100% yeah. of the time, yeah. it definitely helps. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we can, we can sell it like that. But if you want to play better and, you know, you want to improve your performance, get your boots personalised with us. Yeah. So it's printing on c.co.uk, wasn't it? <laughs> That's correct, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're almost finished now. So I just wanted to leave it with, have you got any tips for anyone that's thinking about starting a business? What would be your sort of number one tips for them and number one advice for them before they get started? Well, firstly, obviously, come to Target Transfers, where they have hundreds of, well, I don't know how many employees you've got, but there seems like hundreds of <laughs> experts in all areas of printing. But yeah, make make sure you you research the, the products you're going to buy. Testing, um, like it's cheap enough to get t-shirts, really cheap. I was going to charity shops in the end and buying t-shirts for like 20, yeah. 30p mm. just to test print. Because obviously rather than spending two or three quid on a brand new one, you may as well just... So things like that that you, don't, you might not think of mm. that will actually save you money in the long run. Yeah, turn them inside out. Yeah, on both mm. sides. turn yeah. them inside out. And also different, like working with different materials so you know what your limitations are. Like I've, I've printed on fleece before, even against the customers. Like, so the customer was like, I want these printed. I was like, I'm not going to print on your fleece. It's not going to last. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I couldn't believe it. It was a proper fluffy fleece as well. Yeah. Not just a, but yeah, with regard to um, tips, just don't be afraid to ask questions. And also, like I've, I've always been happy to help other people. The amount of businesses that um, have come to me or come to us and ask questions. Mm. We had one a little while ago from Wales who contacted us and said, I've seen on your social media that you've done this. I've been interested to do that myself. They're like, could you give me any tips? And we obviously just tell them that this is how we, where we got it from. This is what the product is, you know, feel yeah. free to use it. Cause I knew they're in Wales and not, not in competition with us. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really mind sharing advice, but generally, like YouTube has probably been my biggest thing that I've used in general. But I've learned, I, I reckon I'd gone from being a complete amateur at using a graphic design software to being probably an intermediate user um, just through teaching myself on watching mm. YouTube videos. So that sort of thing um, definitely helps. Um, and getting a, a good support network for your business, like having friends that will share your posts and share your ideas all the time. Because it, it can be frustrating when you're working really hard and you're putting out content and it's not getting the engagement. So don't be afraid to just ask people that you know, could you just share that for me? Mm -hmm. Really helpful mm -hmm. to my business. Um, joining Facebook groups, local groups as well. We've, we've done quite a few of them. So, mm -hmm. um, you can post in the group about your own business, etc. Mm. It's just getting awareness out there for when you start your business. Um, and don't overreach. I've done, I did that in the beginning, like took too much on too quickly, thinking mm. I could handle it, and then having the disappointment of having to let customers down. Um, always make sure it's within your capabilities or find someone that can do it that you can outsource it to, like you guys with the transfers. Mm. We've done that loads of times. Yeah bought transfers from you because we couldn't produce it in-house so that sort of thing really mm. well the other thing we were we were discussing before we came on on and also 
during the pod was about obviously that investment and actually making the correct investment at the right time although you know or investing in into are not always um it's not always like obviously you spend the most money you get the best get, get the best product but you know invest in premium things because they will last and we've we've unfortunately learned that lesson in, in some things that um we've invested in and you know it's all a learning curve um but it's yeah i guess it's same thing as you can do all your research and stuff like that but looking at other people's advice and speaking to like-minded people and um yeah making the correct investment at the right time yeah. is that that's the most important thing really Excellent. Well, thank you both very much for coming on. I really appreciate you sharing your journey with us. Uh, if anyone would like to get in touch with them, if you'd like some work done, especially if you're, you know, local or not even, uh, printingonc.co.uk. Is it Printing on C for Instagram as well? That's right. Uh, yeah. Printing on C. So do go and give them a follow, get in touch with them. Um, I've seen some of their work and it, it's all top drawn. Obviously, as I mentioned, they're using the best equipment, the best materials anyway, so you, you can't go wrong with them. Um and as they've discussed, they do take extra time and attention to get that work done for you. So it's a really bespoke service that you can definitely benefit from. Uh, thank you very much for listening or watching today. So don't forget to uh, get those notifications on, subscribe on YouTube or follow on Spotify and Apple. And we'll be back next week with another podcast.